0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's episode 92 of Bucks UK TV. It's the pre-draft review. If you're watching this, there are only a few days to go until we find out what number 19 means for the Bucks. I am joined by Gary, Tim and David.
1: Evening all Hello.
0: And it goes with the warning that you're about to get the amateurs version of the draft preview. <laughs> None of us claim to have any uh, Mel Kuiper esque abilities, although actually, turns out he doesn't know what he's talking about either. So, that is the wonderful, <laughs> wacky world of the draft. Um, so the the books have got some some holes to fill, haven't they? Um kind of let's start off talking about who we're going to try and replace and, and where we think the needs are and then the the overall the strategy. So kind of Tim and Gary, maybe the names that you think we're trying to replace, who who are the players that have gone that we think that leaves us with a problem?
2: Uh, for me, the first one is Donovan Smith. Yeah, yeah
3: you build that's from exactly the, what I was going to say.
2: You build from the trenches and that's not the biggest loss, but the biggest hole to fill.
0: Yeah, 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 it all I, begins in the trenches.
3: I absolutely agree with that, um, and potentially, but I hope not. Shaq Barrett, you know, we hope he's going to come mm. back uh, and as be as good as he was, but you know, they no guarantees. Not, no. no, guarantees at all. So, like all of us, he's, he's not
0: getting any younger.
3: Absolutely. So you <laughs> well, know, if he's not going to be the player he was, then he'll be a massive loss as well.
0: And, yeah, and, and Tim, whose who's jersey that you're wearing? Uh, I'm wearing Devon White's
2: LSU College shirt in the hope that uh, the gentleman is still with us post, post-Friday post evening. You never know. If he's yeah. still with us Friday evening and the first and second rounds have gone, he should be with us next I think, season. I think
0: Jason, to pa- slightly paraphrase Jason Light, the, the guy's not for trading.
2: And, and it's what his trade value yeah. would actually be, to be truthful.
1: But going into the drive, you're going to say that anyway to bump any effort up. If, they, yeah. if we're open to a trade, uh, you know, we've got to drive the value up if there is a potential anyway.
3: And if they get an offer that blows them away, of course he'll go. Um, I mean, it's not that hard a position to replace, is it? But they've got to get that offer that blows them away. I mean, apparently, they're going to, if he goes at the end, uh, or if no, if he goes... Now we get a third round compensatory pick, don't we? Next year, mm. so it's got to be better than a third a third rounder, or else there's no point in doing it.
2: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. The price has mm. just got to be right. We won't lose anything by holding on for one year. No.
0: no, we should probably also mention some chap, Dom Dom Brady. I Tom Brady. He he's he's Tom. been he's been let go. Um, uh, did nice the roster. Who is that? <laughs> Blaine Gabbert, as well as we know. So we've got um, another QB in 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 uh, Baker Mayfield. We've got uh, in Trask We trust. We hope he's trash and not trash. <laughs> so, I, I presumably, do you guys think quarterback is somewhere we we might be tempted? Well,
3: we're going to need a couple of quarterbacks, aren't we, from somewhere. Otherwise, Mayfield and Trask are going to, going to be awfully tired come the first uh, first game of the season. They so always have
1: four in camp.
0: Training they. camp arms, but a lot of teams only take two mm. on the roster now. The Bucks have been the outliers with three in recent years.
1: Yeah, but you're yeah. going to have four there through practice, aren't you? And then, you know, the cuts are come towards the end. And, yeah. you know, there's perhaps four or five reasonable quarterbacks Um and I think they're likely to be taken before 19, so I think we might take one in the late rounds just to. we'll, we'll come on players.
0: to we'll come on to think about or the actual, even the picks. Yeah, because... I think we'll, we'll we'll run through the players that are in the the thing. But I think, yeah, in terms of need, I mean, it's so we definitely need some camp arms. Uh, that's that's arms in camp, not arm camp arms. Just to be clear, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, some of it might get lost in translation. So let's think about where the Bucks are picking. So we've got first rounder at 19, second rounder at 50. So that's two players in the top 50. That's not that's not too shabby. We've got a third round pick, but nothing in the fourth, two in the fifth, three in the sixth, like they're going out of fashion, and then once in the seventh. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks across seven rounds. I mean, the first thing you know, that you think about is all the trading is sort of, is, is sort of trading up, trading down, trading left, trading right. David, kind of, do you think? Do you think we we'll end up bumping up or down? I don't think necessarily
1: we'll trade up. I think actually our needs are so great that we actually need as many picks as we can. There's always a potential we could trade down and get a couple more picks. Difficulty is that. Uh, we're in that position 19 on the first round where actually a lot of those key players have gone, the people have got, and, you know, who's really going to want to trade with us from then? Someone's going to be really close that they've got an eye on and they're desperate to get that one player. Um, Yeah, I I think there's potential
0: to trade down later on, definitely. Tim, would you shuffle about a bit or stick where you are? Um, Well,
2: we shuffled about a bit a couple of years ago and it worked really well. We moved one spot up to claim Tristan worse. I think it would be that type of trade we we might move us up to. You know, there's talk of us going up for Will Levis and and so on. I don't see a quarterback coming to Tampa. I, I don't see any of the top five coming to Tampa to be honest. The top four will be gone. And then you you've got Hendon Hooker, who I'm afraid <laughs> is already 25 and is going to be one year away from playing. He's not going to solve our problem in the first instance. If we're going to take a first-round quarterback, you want him to beat up Mayfield and Trask in the first instant. So I, I just don't see that happening. Well, you've
0: you've taken us on to quarterback, so let's stick with that. You mentioned Will Levis. You mentioned uh, Hendon Hooker. Do you think either of those could be on the cards? It sounds like no. I mean, Gary, what do you think about the quarterback situation? If we are going, to, we want camp arms, are we going to try and make it count, or are they just for making up numbers?
3: Uh, they'll be making up numbers. It'll be the usual thing of um, two on the roster. It'll be Mayfield and Trask. They'll keep one on the practice squad and another camp arm who will be uh, flipping burgers, as Joe Buck's fan would say, uh, come September. Um, In terms of trading up, the problem with trading up is what you have to give up to trade up. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, we gave up a fourth round pick for that one spot move to get Tristan worse. Now he's worth it all day long, but you need to hit on the pick if you move up. Um trading back to get a few extra ones, yeah, without a doubt. I think it depends on whether there's um, you know, two or three players that they really want that are still there at 19 that they think will still be there at you know 24 or five or whatever it is that they trade to, mm. assuming they can find someone to trade with. As for the quarterbacks, Dave was right I think, all the good ones will be gone and Hooker uh, he's he apparently was, was pretty good but he's not going to play this year, is he? So it's effectively a wasted pick.
1: Yeah, I mean I think the only thing is I think the early half of the first round is going to see a lot of tackles and a lot of quarterbacks. If we feel that we're running out of quality tackles then we might need to dive in but other than that, I don't see us making a move.
2: No, I, I would agree, Dave. It could be the worst situation all over again. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. But no quarterback <laughs> for us.
0: A lot of the mock drafts see a sort of a mid-table rush on tackles. I have seen mm-hmm. that. And yeah. I think it, it mm. feels like 19 could be a little bit last chance. So I guess a quick straw poll. You know, You're picking at 19, let's say. Do you pick for need or do you pick the best player available at 19?
2: I would pick for need, mm. to yeah. be truthful. Our need generally starts at left tackle or right tackle, depending mm. on what they want to do with worse. They could draft mm. a left tackle and leave him in his comfortable spot or the swap has been uh, thrown around in the press.
0: And then... I mean, okay. there... So yeah. Tim, Tim says need. David? I mean,
1: there is the argument that we need so many pieces across the board that actually we go for the best player on the board. But... We got burnt a bit last time, didn't we? OJ Howard was glowing there. We couldn't resist leaving him alone. There's no guarantee in a draft, so just stick to your guns and go for the play we really need.
0: So position of need, Gary, you agree? You're
1: not
3: Yeah, I do. Um it's it, it in a way it's both, because you take the best player in the in the position of need that you have. And and as the guys have said, we've got so many needs, it's um you know left tackle being the obvious one or or right tackle if um, if they move worse
0: across. So we'll come on to talk about the positions we think of need, and we'll break yeah. that down. But the reason I asked that 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 sort of. Um best player available versus needed because there's been a couple of instances i think sort of two weeks ago as opposed to one week ago where there was sort of running you know the top running back whose name i've suddenly is exited my brain uh, Bijan um, Robinson. that's it yeah. there's been a couple of where i saw him dropping to 19 because everyone's saying oh the running back positions devalued but i mean i'm not sure i'd like to see us drafting a running back
1: uh, no, we,
2: we, we've already got a couple of running backs who can run up the backside of the guard.
0: So we don't need them.
2: <laughs> and, no, in fairness Robinson, you watch him play college, he is outstanding. But mm. these running backs down in the second, third round, uh, watch a boy, Jameer Gibbs from USC and mm. so on. That's, you know, if you're going to pick uh, in the second round, that could be a type of player to look at.
1: Yeah I mean I think if we had a more mobile quarterback it'd be interesting but we've got to protect the quarterbacks we've got there at the minute yeah
0: true okay so we've talked about quarterback we're not convinced quarterback is a position of need we've talked about offensive line generally and it's worth well mentioning you know Shaq Mason has also departed so, actually, there's, there's there, there are several spaces to fill in those trenches, and it probably wasn't the position of strength it was a few years ago. You know, centre, guard, tackle. Everyone seems to, so far I've been talking about tackles. Are there any particular players you fancy, any particular positions of need or not need?
1: I mean, uh, looking at who's likely to be there, Darnell White is obviously... Mm-hmm key that is really on the edge and could really be there 19. I mm-hmm. think Roderick Jones might well have gone by then I think yeah. the most important thing is whoever we pick in that position has 100% got to be a starter on game one we can't waste yeah, this pick it's got to be someone that suits up day one
3: Yeah
2: I, I agree Dave those are the two players that will probably get down that low if Paris Johnson happens to drop the tackle from OSU maybe mm-hmm. Uh, the boy from Northwestern will be gone to Chicago because that's a hometown boy. <laughs> so you know those two guys are not likely to, to drop down there. There's a couple of others further down we can look at then as well.
3: But bear in mind Jason um light has been really, really good at drafting O-linemen over the years. If you mm-hmm. you know you think about the Alimar Pets of this world, the Alex Kaplas of this world, you know, even Donovan Smith to a, to a point. Um, he knows a thing or two about O-line play, and he took Gadecki last year. Gadecki was a right tackle in college. You know, is that is that an option move yeah. worth to put Gadecki in at right, and then you solve the tackle problems? You've already got a shed load of players coming back in Haynesy and Walton and Leverett and all the other guys, Stinney. So, you know, is it is it quite the position mm. they need? We think you know. Um,
2: yeah, I, I believe it is. There's a couple of those guys wouldn't normally make the team. You mentioned some of those smaller school players. There's a boy called Cody March out of North Dakota State. Not the best looking guy in the world, but he's <laughs> <no, laughs> long here,
3: but, That's Timothy.
2: Sorry yeah. Tim, you've just swiped <laughs> yeah, is it swipe left that, or too. right? I don't know which <laughs> way I'm not on any <laughs> dating
0: apps, but whichever way you swiped, you just swiped him out of existence, didn't you? But but let me let me tell you,
2: he, he you know, you see a bit of tape of him, not a great lot, and he dominated again at that level. Mm. He was a bit like Ali Marpet, Alex Kappa, small I mean Ali Marpet players. from
0: Hobart, I mean everyone thought that was in Australia when uh yeah when when <laughs> that call came up.
2: You, you know, if as as Gary said, Jason Knight seems to pick these players out, he likes his you know small school players. Luke Kadecki mm-hmm. was a yeah. small school player as well. He seems to
0: like those types of players. I so get the challenge is if you're, you're going to go for a small school player, wouldn't you be better leaving that to number 50 in the second round?
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Okay, so let's 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 stick with that. So we're going to go O-line. We're going to go small school. It's going to be our second round pick. So kind of, you know, which other positions are you up for consideration for that first round pick then? No to QB, no to O-line. We talked about Shaq Barrett. Maybe edge rush. That seems to be the the popular choice.
3: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. We if if Shaq Barrett doesn't come back at a hundred percent, you've got Joe Tryon.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: who I can never pronounce. that. yet is fine. He was. <laughs> let I mean, let's be frank. He was awful last year. Logan Hall was anonymous. Um, you know, I there was a report uh, yesterday of Bruce Arians' uh, family foundation uh, fundraiser they had. And JPP J-JP. was there. Ooh. Apparently mm. still wants to play and was deep in conversation with a lot of the coaches. You know, wouldn't you just love that? A nice mm-hmm. cheap mm-hmm. couple of million. Now remind
0: me, where did he sign? Was it the Rams? Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. He didn't get a lot of playing time, did he?
3: He, he he played in every game.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's 34, something like that. So he's, he's not going to be a first down out no. of the roster anymore, is he? But he could be he's, situational. He's, yeah, but come uh, but, on for third and long and pin back. If he
1: can play 25% of downs, mm-hmm. something if, like that. Yeah, he's, I mean, you know, on he's,
3: one leg at 34 years of age, he's better than JTS.
2: I, I'm not quite sure they'll go back. Mm. They'll go back down that road to be truthful. There's got to be some younger guys obviously the the big couple
3: mm.
2: will already. you know, will Anderson will be well gone. Um, Tyree Wilson will be well gone. The other one could be is Lucas Van Ness. yeah, might yeah. still mm. be around that they talk about. I haven't seen him play, but they talk about him, but is it a first round pick? I'd still rather go the other way, look for a pass rusher in the second round.
0: Interesting. What about you, David? Any particular one sort of jumps off the, the the bench for you?
1: I mean Derek Hall of Auburn is likely to just be around that sort of mark then, I think, potentially. Um mm-hmm. So much depends on how much pans out on the early picks, doesn't it, really? It does, and it's hard psychologically, yeah, yeah,
0: as it's... a fan, certainly from my perspective, where I know almost nothing about college football. I know <laughs> I've been reading the mock drafts, so I used to either that's where the names start to get familiar. There's a sort of psychology. I remember when we had Worths that, you know, we're getting the fourth or fifth tackle off the board. You know, clearly it's going to be rubbish then, isn't it? And as you <laughs> see, a lot of the edge rushers are really valid, but that's just the stock of the position, not necessarily a. A, a relativity of the grade of the skill, is it? You know, if you get the, that's the fifth, you know, if you've got the fifth best edge rusher, that's the fifth best player that coming out, you know, the fifth best sack coming out of how many colleges in that year? <laughs> that's still going to be a damn good player.
1: Yeah. And we all know draft players hit a miss. You can get the one, two or three and uh, they might not even make it. So everything's a bit of a lottery, isn't it? But uh, Yeah. Can so let's stick rest. with
0: that defensive side of the ball because I think a lot of the collective wisdom is is maybe you know there. We can either go to the trenches next or the secondary. Where where else would you dive if you had to? Well, Jason Light loves secondary, doesn't
1: he? How I many of
0: his draft picks it's, have it's, we it's used? A, it's in like the last a lottery ticket. You're going to hit eventually, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yeah,
2: the, you know, I I was looking at the defensive backfield earlier. Uh, it starts with Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis. Fine. Then it goes Zayn McCollum. Don Gardner, Anthony Chesley, Dee Delaney and a guy called Deron Lowe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, McCollum was a draft pick this time last year and yeah. it gets thin really quickly, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very thin. It's very thin at safety as well, mm-hmm. to be truthful. So you could go mm-hmm. any one of those real... Backs well, they, that, they got Ryan
0: Neal in just so they didn't have to change the jersey.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but you've only really got Winfield and, unfortunately, Winfield, as we know, is... Although a great player, subject to a few injuries and so on, so there is depth required and safety as well.
3: Yeah, so you without, think... a doubt, without a doubt, without he, as you say, Jason Light loves the secondary players. He's he's got a history of cornerbacks in sort of sec, second, third, and fourth round. So yeah. you just know that he's going to do something there, and, and, <clears throat> and that's where he's liable to you know move about in the draft, pick up another. Another pick or two, he did that
0: for Zion McCollum, didn't he last year? Hmm. And I guess, as you're saying there, Gary, what, what that means is Jason Light like, isn't averse to sort of double dipping. You know, um, for uh, I must bet for the uh, the draft competition. More on that later uh, on the forum <laughs> this year. Uh, I've I've said I think we're going to double dip O line. I'm not sure necessarily one and two or even number one, but um, yeah. So I think secondary, like you say, we've got form for going back for for multiple players. <laughs> Do you feel like that's a, a, a prudent use of picks?
3: Well, it, 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 he did it in, what, four or five years ago with mm. MJ Stewart and Carlton mm. Davis. And yes, he had one big hit there. Um, but, you know, the draft is a crapshoot, as they say, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've know, got Ryan Leaf going second. You've got Tom Brady going 199. That just proves <laughs> what a crapshoot it is. So, you know, as you said earlier, throw enough at the wall and some of it will stick. So.
0: David, would you agree that secondary is the, the sort of the next thing behind edge Russia on the D or because, you know, we've lost Nacho uh, up front. We still never really replaced Sue. Um, the, the, the trenches the other side could be a, an area of need perhaps.
1: Well, it is, but, I mean, the difficulty is there's just so many needs. Yeah. And, you know, as Tim was saying, we the secondary, we are so sure um, that And we do that. Yeah, great. Put more people, get more up the defence trenches and we don't need so much secondary. But uh, we're relying on an awful lot of young and inexperienced players out there. And I'll say it goes back to the whole strategy of do we even need to collate more picks? We have just got so many holes to fill.
2: Yeah, you just need that deal to come onto the table. And who knows? Yeah, we could we could trade back. We did it last year for mm-hmm. Logan Hall. We trained, we did up for four hours watching the draft,
3: and then we trained
2: out
0: right at the end. But, yeah, so a few people went to bed both drunk, at tired, and disappointed.
1: Yeah. So, so don't
0: yeah, forget
3: you, there's you, you, also you know the 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 unofficial eighth round of the draft. You know the, uh, the free agents afterwards, afterwards, afterwards and yeah. there's loads yeah. still out there. I mean, we've mentioned two in JPP and Sue. Now you're probably right; they're not coming because Bowles has stated we want to get younger and faster that way. But there's there's bound to be others, isn't Clowney still out there as well? No one signed him, I don't mm. think. So you know, they they might well pick up a, a a couple of little gems afterwards.
0: I guess it's a question of salary cap Allowing. at that point. Yeah, uh, which always seems to feel a bit a bit pinched this time. So let's go back to the offensive side of the ball. I'm going to put this out here, and I'm hoping I get a round of nods. We're okay at wide receiver. Nice. <laughs> oh, well, no. Know, we've,
1: we've got Evans, we've got Godwin. Then what Gage, we got?
2: Gage is okay if you can stay.
1: Is okay. Yeah, But he's liable to injury. Well, in fact, in fairness, Mike Evans is liable to injury now.
2: Yeah,
1: And, yeah. you know, Godwin, we could lose two or three of them at any time. We, again, that's another huge area where we need depth. And yeah. what we do need is we need a lot of pace. We need someone downfield for it as well.
2: Yeah, you, You've got to look at most teams in this league, once you get beyond the third receiver, really do, you know, it's its anybody and everybody out there. We're, we're no different to any other team there. I, no. I wouldn't even touch wide receiver. I no. wouldn't even touch tight end in this draft. There is much more pressing needs that, that no. we need to find the depth to.
3: I mean, twelve months ago, receiver wasn't an issue, was it? We had mm. these young players, Tompkins and Geiger, and you know, probably yeah. half a dozen others. And quite frankly, any of them could have made the team. Mm. So you know, we'll um, we'll be fine. You know, with the uh, the free agents they pick up, with the the low round draft picks, there's bound to be still be receivers available for you know, rounds five, six and seven. So I'm not bothered about the wide receiver position.
0: And and Tim, I guess you mentioned you in the same breath, not bothered about tight ends either. Say mm-hmm. say a bit more about that, because you know, I'm still got a little black armband mm-hmm. on for Cam Uh <laughs>
2: yes, Cambray. Cambray was a, a Bucks legend of the last few years. But I was impressed with Otton last year. He he looks to be a decent pass catching tight end. Coke can do the blocking side of the game. Yeah. Um not an area of need. Yeah, you might throw a seventh rounder at somebody, maybe, or or one of the free agents out there. There are quite a few tight ends in this draft, but mm-hmm. the decent ones will be gone, or they'll go in the first and second round when we can't afford to draft one there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that's other than tackles and edge rushers, it seems to me there. Do seem to be a lot of tight ends named in yeah. uh, in those mocks.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and we're not in a position to take one of them.
1: And we don't need to. There's, well, I think uh, we we need the reality there. that we can't fill everything. This isn't going to be a one-year fix. Mm.
0: Okay. I just wonder, though, thinking logically, and um, this is where I'm in danger already. <laughs> new quarterback position, below-average offensive line, in my mind, equals good pass-catching tight end as a as a safety valve. So if I'm if I can't get the best lineman, or or at least the caliber that I think are going to be starting day one, I might look at tight end because that potentially tax, it could. Not only is it an extra lineman, but if it's that pressure and and you can build a relationship with whoever is under center and whether they stay under center, that could be yeah, valuable.
2: You you look at what Chris Godwin did last year. Most of his catches were short tight end type yeah. plays, wide mm. receiver screens, and so on. That's our outlet
1: that way. Yeah, I mean he's almost dedicated to a slot receiving role now. Or yeah. even taking the ball in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, you know. We need yeah, we need something else out
3: Don't forget we've got running backs that can catch as well. Rashad Mike was pretty good. Um and and you know, you mentioned Kate Otten, like, he was fantastic yeah. last year, wasn't he? Mm. So yeah, I can I I agree with Tim to a point. I can see us throwing a sixth or a seventh at a tight end, but it's there's far more pressing needs than, than tight end, without a doubt.
2: I, I would rather draft three offensive linemen and three defensive backfield pass rushers mm. before we get anywhere near. And, and that could be all I would draft, and I'd be happy to walk up to that.
0: Well, there's one side of the ball we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> Five kickers Now I think we're okay for punter That one you've got to agree with me on Yeah No punters allowed But then obviously we've lost sucker. Now Drafting kickers As we know Interesting experience for the mm. Bucks
1: Well we brought uh, in Chase McClough in, haven't
2: we no. I, I think addressed is another word for painful isn't it Aaron <laughs>
0: Could be, could be. <laughs> to, to, to be
2: truthful, you, you know, we, we we don't draft, you know, kickers. You look at the kickers in league history, how many of them were drafted in the first round? You you take out Janikowski, name another first round kicker, second round kicker who's done really Well, really I wasn't well. thinking
0: first or second round, but I'm thinking back to Gary's point around you know, free agency is clearly where you're gonna find a lot of yeah. kickers. However, are they gonna to want to come to Tampa? When, when Tom was here, free agents wanted to come to Tampa. You know, if if I'm weighing up, do I go to the Raiders, New Stadium, Jazzy Lights? Tampa's always suffered in terms of having the attraction mm-hmm. of, of being a free agent hub. And I just wonder whether, you know, the Mr. Irrelevant type sort of scenario might be where you just snaffle someone up. Mm-hmm. I, can't remember. I think Michael Houston kind of was sort of one of those sort of examples mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. back in the day we took a solid kicker in the draft rather than risking going out to free agency. Yeah,
2: well, second was Mister Irrelevant back yeah. many yeah. years ago for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does. We kickers are all, all around it, and you never quite know. We we thought Aguero, apart from Gary, could be the uh, could be the answer, <laughs> but Gary said he'd never kick in this league. It was unfortunately quite correct in that uh, <laughs> assumption.
0: <laughs> Gary um, is the kicking whisperer. We know he knows what a good yeah. kicker um, looks like.
3: Uh, My mother could have told you that Aguayo was never going to make an NFL kicker.
0: Well, I won't ask why. The thing about
3: your point about do they want to come to Tampa back here and surely where they would want to go is somewhere where they've got a shout of uh, sporting chance of winning the job. You know, you're not going to go to Baltimore, for example, are you? Uh, Or any of the other teams that have got a solid kicker. So, you, you know, McLaughlin's, you know, he's got a fair chance of being cut if somebody beats him out. It'll just be, as you say, a free agent that they pick up. Um, I mean, where's Jose Boregales? Um <laughs> they love last year.
2: Yeah. I mean he, he might
3: be knocking around somewhere. I've no idea where he is. Yeah, he's mm.
2: nowhere at this moment. Probably mm. back it down in Miami somewhere, I would have thought. But yeah, we thought he'd have a last year. Just used to be dropped at this time. Mm.
0: So, okay. yeah, yeah. so um it'll be I'll, interesting
2: I'll, see going to see how bet you're with through the half. In your head,
0: and get ready for the, get ready for your predictions. I'm gonna come back to them, but before we do the predictions, we'll just do a bit of a club update. So I mentioned the draft competition. If you're a member, get onto the forum, get your entry in. The prize this year is fantastic. All you've got to do is throw three darts in the dartboard and work out which positions you think the bucks are going to pick, one, two, and three. And if your darts are closer to the ball than anybody else's, you are the winner. So uh, get yourself on the forum and do that. Uh, And maybe, David, if you just want to say about the upcoming AGM.
1: Yep. so we're going back to the venue we had last year. It's Saturday, the 24th of June. Um, So, we'll be um, drinking plenty of beers, a bit of an AGM. We've got a private function room for the whole day. So, in the evening, we'll be having plenty of quizzes, um, lots of fun. Rumour has
0: it that Buccaneer Cornhole Comp could be back.
1: Absolutely, definitely (laughs) is. We've got some defending champions who want to uh, retain their title, so... uh, all come as welcome. So, yeah, tickets will be going on sale soon. So, details will be in the next rep- in the yeah. next
0: club email. So, members check your emails. If you're not a member in the UK, that's a really good chance to come along and meet us all face to face. We are very, very friendly. We do not bite. If you're a Bucks fan, you need to be in the Bucks UK. So, come and say hello. Right. So, closing thoughts. I think we've we've covered a lot of ground quite quickly because I think, as you say, some of these things are open and booked. Some of them. Uh, I think we we know roughly where they're going to be addressed, but are going to kind of this is put your put your money where your mouth is time that round one whether it's pick nineteen or not however you see it panning out what what position and if you're both so bold what player do you think we're going to go with Gary I'll come to you first.
3: Um, well, I think we should go edge rusher, outside linebacker, however you define it. Um, That should be the first pick I believe I saw a mock draft today that uh, Mocked a guy called Miles Murphy Don't know anything about him Mm -hmm. Clemson And And Tim mentioned Lucas Van Ness who may well Be still available at 19 You never know do you Because you don't know who the the 18 Previous teams Are going to pick But I'd like us to go with a good solid, six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound, very quick, um, outside linebacker, stroke edge rusher.
0: Yeah, it's hard when we're in that three four style. I think it's it's not quite what we've been used to over the four mm-hmm. three years, is it? Okay, Tim.
2: Well, I I'm going to go the other way. I'm still going to go for a six foot five, six foot six guy but they're going to weigh in at about 330 pounds. So <laughs> they're, not to, they're not going to be rushing to pass her any day. And these are the picks I gave to Phil for the um, for the podcast the other day when he was doing it. And I would like us to take either Broderick Jones, which would keep worse on the right-hand side, or then you take Darnell Wright and move him over.
0: So right, Wright's not wrong, but he will be on the left. <laughs> yeah, okay all right i get it clear as mud david
1: yeah again for me i think offensive line get go get a tackle to replace donovan swift my real worry is the likes of jones and Wright are going to go before we get a chance i think some of the quarterbacks start dropping a little bit and i think you know anton harrison might be what's best left on the board come the time we get to pick so i think it'll be anton harrison
0: okay okay well Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to my original thing i don't think those linemen are there every mock draft i've had seen tackles flying off the ball left right and center so i've kind of convinced myself of my own logic that we should go for a tight end um now who that is is like literally pin sticking so but i like the name Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid. <laughs> I like, I just, he's, he's got the best name. So yes. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if he'll be there when we're, we're still picking, but I would say uh, Kincaid is the chap for us. And if it happens, I really wish I put some money on when I'm watching this back. Because so, uh, I don't think it's going to go that way, but that's how I would do it.
3: So, so you've heard our view. If we're picking on names, Kira, then I'd like to suggest Demarvion Overshawn or Overshawn. <laughs> I mean, Fair what enough. What do their parents
0: think
3: of?
0: I, <laughs> I... <laughs> so that's t- uh, that's Gary Botley at 23. The road. Uh, <laughs> I, won't, I won't come knocking for you. So you've heard our take on it. Uh, we're sure that there were four of us and five opinions so chip in and give us yours as well in the comments make sure you hit subscribe and like and say if you're not a member head over to BucksUK.org and click on join. Thank you David, Tim and Gary. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time to pour over what really did happen in the draft and as ever, go go Bucks! Go Bucks!